Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Do Well Podcast. My name is Craig Bass. And I'm Jalen Havier. And we thank you so much for join, joining us. What's going on, Jalen? Man, man, up up another day, man. You know what I'm saying? I gotta bring it back. I gotta bring it back one more time for the for the for the nine nine two thousand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my god, man. I love that shirt, man. Oh, appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. You too, man. You sharp. You hey, listen, man. We got some galas to go to later. Hey, so great. <laughs> hey man, you know, gotta stay fresh. Gotta hey, stay fresh, sure. man. But Let's I seriously go. need to go shopping, man. This shirt is old. Me, mine too. Mine too. It's a strong, <laughs> strong six seven. Strong six seven. <laughs> Yo, so, I'm one of those man. people that if you give me a pair of shoes, you give me some clothes, I will wear it out. Oh my gosh. Yo, Bro. it has to have several holes in it before I <laughs> separation issues, man. Yeah, man. You give me something, <laughs> I hold on to it. I'm telling you, my wife always messes with me about uh, cause I'm not a shopper like that. I, I'm just really not. I, my mom. One time we went down to see my mom, and she, I had on my old belt. Belt is done, bro. Belt terrible, like just ripped up all it. So my mom just casually gonna slide in there. So so um, so what you get? So when you get your belt? <laughs> just like mama shade. Just like what is that, bro? Bro, that's 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 what you call mama shade. That's mama shade, bro. That's mama shade. <laughs> my mom whole, be doing the force. same thing, bro. Mom be doing the same thing to me. Just like mom, why you, you just you know you ain't have to throw shade. You just have to just tell me. Just yeah, like, you know what, son? You should get a new belt. You get a new uh, belt. <laughs> so real. <laughs> oh my god. But, uh, man, we thank y'all for joining us once again. Uh, if you would like to uh, just follow us, man, you can follow us on uh, Instagram and YouTube, all at mm-hmm. Do Well Podcast. Like, subscribe, comment, share, uh, man, anything, any feedback, man, we will welcome it. We thank you for taking your time to spend with us, and we hope that you are being encouraged throughout it. So. Yeah, hit that share button. Yeah, man, hit that share. Hit that, hit share. that share button. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, Jalen, do you remember as kids, you know, you growing up and you used to say things like, man, I can't wait to become an adult. I can't wait. You know what I'm oh saying? Like, I'm tired of being a kid and following these rules. I can't wait to become an adult. And then, Damn. you know, your parents or aunties or somebody at church or maybe even your teachers at school, you know, they tell you, like, take your time. Don't try to become boy, an adult too soon. Try to tell us. You boy. are adamant. You're just like, nah, <laughs> I can't wait to become an adult. They try. <laughs> I can't wait. And then when you get clothesline by life, <laughs> you get clothes, man. You get, get clothes on cold Steve Austin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just saw a huge clothesline <laughs> come across the screen with, with bills on it. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> you get clothesline by life, you just like, oh, okay. All right, let oh me let me sit down somewhere and take my time. Oh boy, I'm telling you, the first time, the first time I had to pay Georgia Power. <laughs> <laughs> and I kid you not, I, I, I'm, I can tell this because we good. But the first time I had to pay Georgia Power, I was late. I was late. <laughs> You said the first time I had to pay. I was mad. The first time. You get that late fee? Uh Uh-huh. That late fee was stupid. Thank God for grace. That late fee was stupid. Late fee. Exactly. 
you, and you spend too much, uh, you swipe too hard on your bank account, oh, and those $35 fees add up on your... Yeah. 35. Oh <laughs> 35. Like, why it has to be 35? Why can't it be 35? $15 or something like that. But bro, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Like, you take the money. I already don't got it. You gonna take 35. <laughs> I ain't gonna take 35 of what I don't got. Yeah. Oh, I got it. It's real out here. It's real. It's real. It's real. And and that's life, right? That's yeah. life. You life. a lot of times you learn how to grow up. When mm-hmm. you get punched in the mouth by life, yeah. When you get punched in the when mouth, you get man. when you get straight pimp slap by life, you're like, hey, <laughs> you, you, hey, you need to come correct. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, oh yeah, oh life ain't playing that. Like they ain't trying to, life ain't trying to hit that. Like I need uh, mine on the first and fifteenth. I don't care. He said, I want you talking. I don't care how your bank account is set up. I'm All I know you. is your rent is due. I'm your phone you. bill is due. Yeah, the student bro. loan payment is due. It's real. But, you know, that's like, that's one of the first universal lessons, regardless of culture mm-hmm. or background, race, religion, time of life. This is, uh, this is cross-generational, intergenerational. Yeah. It doesn't matter which time of life, you know, if we grew up in the 1800s, mm-hmm. same thing. Same you know, thing, man. Same you thing. have to grow you uh, have to grow up. That, that phrase, what people say, say, you need to grow up, You need to grow up, grow up, you know? Yeah, I, I've uh, definitely had a, a few of those come my way. Absolutely. Um, and they were necessary. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of times the people who, you know, so graciously mm-hmm. offer that, that piece of wisdom, you yeah. know, they saw something in us that wasn't, in line with it, what, what it means to walk in a mature way. Right, come on, come on. Yeah, and so, you know, I just, you know, just thinking about like, okay, what do people really mean when they say, you need to grow up? Right, right. Like, what what is, yeah, that. what is growing, exactly, <laughs> what is growing up? Um, For me, I, I would say growing up, man, uh, the biggest thing for me, I would say growing up is just, really just becoming aware, you know, becoming mm. aware of like how what you do is gonna affect other people. Like, like I, I think everything with growth is gonna fall into that category. Like what yeah. you do is gonna affect people and becoming more aware of that. So yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, that's so yeah. true, man. Yeah. Like your your decisions doesn't only affect you because you know when you're a kid, you really just think about yourself for the most. You know, you just like, hey man, I'm just chilling. I'm hanging out with my friends. I'm doing things that I enjoy doing. You know, mom and dad or whoever's, uh, you know, my parent or guardian is taking care of, taking care of me. And, you know, that's just, that is your worldview. That's what you see. And that's necessary. A child needs that part of life. It's part of our development as human beings. Right. But then there's a point in life where we do have to start, learn to be more responsible um, and, and know, and that's one of the, the key lessons of growing up is like, okay, you have to understand that what you do will affect others in a good way or in a bad way. And the choice is yours. Oh man, that's so good. Man. Yeah, the choice I'm, is yours. yeah. I remember this time that my mom uh, gave me some money. You remember the, the library? Uh, what do they call that scholastic book fair 
Yeah, yeah. That library yeah. used to put on, man. My yeah. mom gave me a $20 bill or $50. I, don't, I can't remember Ooh, how much money she I gave me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but she told me, I mean, I got to buy them books. Uh, but she told me, she's like, Craig, only spend, I forget the amount. You know, this is, this is like sixth grade, y'all. But I remember my mom was like, do not spend over this amount. But when I got to school, bro, I was buying everything i bought pens i bought books i bought other people like stuff like erasers and oh carpenters i was bald i was like oh you want something i got you i got oh you God. and i came home with a bag full of books smiling from ear to ear and my mom was like oh you had a good day at school yeah i had a good day at school you know you know i was a book fair book fair was great uh where my change at <laughs> Where my change at? Change it, Bruh. And so I think I gave my mom like a few dollar bills and some change that I just had left over. And my mama lost it. She <laughs> lost it. And that was a huge lesson and learning point for me. Because when I saw the hurt in my mom's eyes, <clears throat> I was like, oh, dang. Like yeah. my mom needed that money for something. And yeah. I knew that. I knew that. We we, you know, my mom was a single mom at the time. We weren't balling at the least. And so, you know, I knew those things, but it really didn't hit me until I saw the pain in my mom's eyes. Um, you know, with the actions from my actions. Yeah, yeah, that's so good, man. I it, it, it hits you, especially with a parent, man, because that's like your first, like, I think that's like your first, like, litmus test of your growth because they're the ones that are they're there to not only shield you, but also push you to be become who you are. I, I had a similar story. Uh, my mom sent me into Crystal's with like a $20 bill. <laughs> and um, <laughs> she was just like, you know, go get you something to eat. And I was just like, you know what? I got a $20 bill. You know what? I want a sack full. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Bruh. I came back to the car with 12. Like I'm, like, I'm like nine, eight or nine or some junk. So it's like, bro, you not going to eat. what? Bro, my mom was pissed. <laughs> it was so bad. And she made sure all She was like, oh, you going to eat everything? Christmas, like you said, I just wasn't even thinking about like, man, she she might need this money. She, you know, you're just thinking of yourself. And I think, like you said, as we get older, we have to get to we we have to get to that point of being more conscious of like, hey, man, I can't just do for self, man. I gotta yeah. do for others, you know. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. To, I have to learn how to do for others. And there's this verse in Philippians two three that's perfect for this. Uh, and it says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. And I love how it talks about humility because humility is something that you, you think about in your mind. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mindset, but it's also by your actions. Like you show humility by valuing others and putting others before your own interests. And you know, that's the essential part of growing up. And it's also essential to taking ownership of and responsibility of who I am mm -hmm. and, and the direction of my life. 
Like that's so important because the way that you steer and that you maneuver your life, like it, it, it impacts people so much, you know, especially once you start to, to add significant others into your life, you know, yes. whether that is marriage or whether that is a family or yes. even friends who you're saying like, hey, I'm committing to this person, to this thing. Yes. You really do have to take ownership of that or yes. something or someone is going to get hurt. Yes, I'm telling you, man. And it's when you think, I, I, I couldn't agree more, man, because when you inherently, you can inherently be selfish, you know, but like you said, humility is a, a mindset that you have to put into action. Um, mm, if you I don't put it, if you don't put it into action, man, it, it, it's easy to fall back into just thinking of yourself. But like you said, man, I think when we do that, like it says, in humility, mm. put others above yourself. So it's, I, I look at it on the flip side. When you put yourself, when you are not thinking of others, there's no way you're being humble. It's, it's just not possible. Wow. It's wow. not possible. Mm-mm. Wow. I love that. I love that. It's not possible. And that's something that uh, was, was brought to, to my attention last night. Actually, I'm reading this book. Uh, well, I'm listening to an audio book uh, called Abba's Child by mm. an author. Um, his name is Brennan Manning. He's uh, deceased now. But he wrote several, just many books about the love of God and our God being our father. One of his most famous books is called The Ragamuffin Gospel. Oh, oh, yeah, Yeah, man. It's that guy. It's that guy. Yeah, yeah, Ragamuffin. Yeah, and his books have been very pivotal to my faith. And last night when I was listening to his book, he was talking about humility being more of an action than just something you think about mm. or, or, or you just have as a, a mindset or principle wow. uh, because Jesus walked it out. Wow. Jesus not only was humility, but he, he showed it in his actions. Jesus. And, you know, we learn from Jesus, not by his, not only by his words, but we also learn from Jesus from his actions, seeing how he put all of his own interests, put mm. everything aside, to value other people. Wow, wow. So that, that makes me think, you know, like you said, uh, Jesus put everything, all his own self-interests on the back burner so that he can make sure that he was uh, walking in humility. Um, so it makes me think that, so humility isn't just then, like you said, thought, action, but then it's, it, it calls for sacrifice. So mm-hmm. that, that just hit me, it calls for sacrifice then. So we, we, we have to get to a point where we're willing to sacrifice, you know what I mean, and do that if we really want to be able to walk in humility because, like, I look at Jesus, boy, what, his, what it costs for him to be humble. Yeah. It's, 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 I mean, it says he even got to the point of laying out his own life, you know, and um, you think about, man, he the king of kings, you know, you come down here to earth, you know, it's like, bro, you – you are literally him. You you are him. You know. Yeah. So for you to humble yourself, it just really just puts that you know burden on us to be like, bro, gotta walk in humility. Yeah. You have to. You have yeah. To. You you have to. And and we learn from Jesus's life that it does cost you something. <sighs> it, it it does. It Boy. does. Walking in humility and valuing others 
it, it costs you something. Just think about that phrase when people say, um, if it was easy, everyone would do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it's uh-huh. not it's not easy. It's tough to lay down your life for other people. It, it is yeah. not easy because you have your own interests. You know, you yeah. have your own things that you want to get done, which are not bad either. Right, um, right, right. But what Jesus does is he lifts our eyes to the nature of God. Mm. And he's like, this is what God is like. Mm. Mm. And this is what God is calling you to. Wow. So, I, I mean, it, it is powerful, man. Um, I mean, just bringing it to a practical note, let's think mm-hmm. about, um, I forget how the, the scripture goes exactly, but there, there's a proverb mm-hmm. that says a gentle answer will, will basically um, withhold like a harsh response. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, just even we, being in life, you, you're going to converse, you're going to have conversations, you're going to just mix and mingle with all different kinds of people. And um, last night, actually, last night, I was in the grocery store. Uh, and I was getting um, some things for the house. You know, wifey and I was about to have date night. So I was mm-hmm. like, let me run to this grocery store and mm-hmm. grab a few things, you know, head back to the house. And uh, going through the self-checkout, I needed help from the uh, the person, the, the cashier, the person who's yeah. responsible for those yeah. machines. Yeah. And I was like, you know, very kindly, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, hey, ma'am, could you come, you know, help me? Um, you know, this machine is not letting me ring up certain items. And she was like, well, you need to swipe this first before I can help you. <laughs> and I was like, uh, on the inside, I was like, dang. Right. But, <laughs> you know, that was me. That was my flesh. That was like, oh, that, you know, that's offensive. Right. But on the outside, I was like, I'm going to practice humility. And I wow, just kindly so responded to that lady. I was like, well, I, I just wanted to get your help. So I can, um, so we can just get a jump on this and not take up too much of your time. Wow, that's and and yeah, she didn't yeah. have a smart remark. She didn't, you know, but I could have pressed into the same things. I could have tapped into what she was dishing out and mm, gave her good. attitude and been rude back to her. But that's, that's a, you know, that's a like a practical way that all of wow. us deal with wow. uh, when practicing humility and valuing others above yourself. Jesus. Bro, that's so good, bro. That's and kudos, man. That's 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 so real, bro. Because um, it makes me think of Doctor King, where he says, you know, like uh, darkness can't. What it says, darkness can't cast out darkness. Only light, only light can do that. Mm. Um, and it makes you just think about, like, man, humility calls for you to not go back and forth tit for tat with people, but to offer them love where love isn't present, you know what I mean? I think it just caused you to have to do that, you know, offer them love where it isn't present. So, um, and I think that's all, man. It, it really just pushes us, man. That's something that Jesus puts on that agenda, man, for us to walk in humility. And I think that's all part of, like you said, us getting to that point of growing up, you know, when we can say, hey, man, I'm, I'm growing up enough. I've grown up enough to know that it's not about me getting the upper hand on the other person. It's not about me getting this answer back at them for saying whatever they want to say to me, even if you feel, you know, on your side that you're maybe justified, um, it's not about that. Uh, it's about putting them before yourself and you can put them before yourself, um, in different ways besides just like, 
hey man, I'm gonna clap back at him. Nah, nah, mm-hmm. you don't have to, you don't necessarily have to do that. You know, uh, you gotta think outside of them, outside of yourself and think of them. So it's good. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that that's such a good point that you made there. Yeah. And you know, scripture is, now that we think about it, right. scripture is full of encouragement and and insight about maturation. Wow. You know, I, I'm, yeah. I'm just thinking about, uh, you know, first Peter two and two, mm-hmm. um, it says like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk so that you may grow up in your salvation. Wow. That's so good. Yeah. That, you know, it's on God's heart for us to grow up wow. and to mature. Yes. You know, that that's what, you know, we, we see that in the physical, you know, with our bodies, you know, I studied um, human development or human growth development in in, in college. That was a a course. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's one of those courses that everyone has to take. And, you know, we see that, you know, in the natural and the physical it's part of life. You need to grow up, you need to mature. And, you know, what we see in scripture, God is like, this also happens spiritually. The Lord wants us to grow and develop on the inside and mature in our, in our spirits. Wow. So that, you know, we can do what he's called us to do and and, and many other things, but that's such a key part of it as well. Yeah, I agree, man. That it is spiritually, like you said, those, those, it's like those milestone moments you got to get to. He is like, keeps pushing you to get to those different milestones. I remember uh, just even with myself, like spiritually, um, I remember getting saved and then really, uh, especially in college, like I'll say before, but especially in college when um, I really started developing a relationship with God on my own, on my own merit, um, I used to have this this thought, like even just on a thought of temptation, where mm. I'd be like, okay, well, you know, I'm walk, I'm trying to walk with God, so you know, I ain't gonna be tempted. Now I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, nah, it nah, it doesn't work like that. You know, that was an immature way of thinking of it. You know what I mean? And I wasn't thinking about how in immaturity, I'm thinking that, okay, well, now that I say that I want to really walk with God, God's just going to wipe away all the bad stuff, you know, and it's just going to be peaches and I ain't got to do nothing. <laughs> gotcha. You know gotcha. <laughs> 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 but it took time to get to the point where it was like God was really putting on my heart that you know what nah the more mature thing is to think that hey I don't necessarily have to take away these things mm. I, what I'm gonna do is give you more maturity and more power to deny them because that exactly. really tells me that you're maturing exactly. when you can see when you can walk when you can see the same thing you saw before or the same temptations are still out there, bro. The, 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 look, the club's still there. The club ain't closing. The club not closing, The bro. club ain't closing. Club ain't closing. <laughs> and God ain't burning the club down, bro. Yeah. You just got to be mature enough not to go now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that, that maturation process, man, he really pushes it. So I got a question for you, though. Yeah. Um. Whoa. Let me stop right what would you say was like your your moment, one of your moments like as a child, whether spiritual, physical, whatever, what do you feel like was your moment where you, when you really realized like, dang, 
I got to grow up. Like what happened mm. with you? I that's think everybody question. got one. Yeah. 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 That's a great question, man. I, I remember spending a summer um, in South Carolina with my dad. He was living there at the time. Uh, my mom and I was in Georgia mm-hmm. and he was living in South Carolina and I spent the summer with him and we were getting ready to go out to grab something to eat or we were getting ready to go do something. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad stopped at the ATM to grab some money. Right. And, you know, I, I could sense, you know, when I, when I, I'm a huge perceiver. Uh, so when I was a kid, you know, I could feel heaviness, you know, I could feel it on wow. other people or I definitely wow. could see it on my mom and my dad wow. uh, because I knew them so well. And I can sense, you know, my dad was just, you know, this heaviness come on him as he was getting money out the ATM. And, you know, he got the money out, you know, rolled the window back up, you know, got his wallet back in his pocket, you know, and he sighed and then he looked at me. He said, Craig, living from paycheck to paycheck is not the way to live. And I remember that I had I had to be like 12 or 13 but I still remember that conversation. And I remember that look in my dad's eyes and just the honesty in his voice, you know, that, you know, struggling like this is, is, is not a way to live. Jesus. And that, that was a lesson for me that I've taken from there and, and into my, my adulthood, my adulthood and way I handle money. Wow. The way that I handle money now is is a lot different than how I saw my parents handle money. Uh, because I I just I learned that lesson from him. Mm. That that was that was a huge growing up moment for me. Ooh, that that hit me just now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was, uh, felt like I was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nah, that nah, bro. That's 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 heavy, man. But that's so real, man. Um I think that's one part of maturation, uh, maturation as well. Learning to learn from others. You know, wow, what I mean? you, that's, you that's huge. Go, you ain't gotta go through everything. You ain't gotta go through it, man. <laughs> nah, bro. Jesus, that's that's a powerful lesson, man. Wow, mm-hmm. that's that's good, man. What about you? Oh, um, you know, I my father as well. Um, he really he my my dad was the dad where he never. Um, he gave me a whooping, you know, every, you know, growing up younger, younger, you know, told me younger. But <laughs> so legs up, huh? I, I, I still ain't trying to see him to this day, you know what I'm saying? I ain't 50, 55, I ain't, I ain't trying to see him. No. Yeah. Um, but nah, but he, when I got older, he would really be the person to talk with you um, and make you think through every situation. I remember I was, I maybe about nine or 10 years old. Um, I was down at his house, me and my older brother, Antoine, about a year older than me. We are there by ourselves. And at that time, my dad rode motorcycles. Mm-hmm. So we there, we like, you know what? Motorcycles out in the garage. Let's go get on the motorcycles. Not thinking at all. Sounds like a bad idea. It's <laughs> terrible. <idea. laughs> <laughs> so we go, we go get on the motorcycles. Uh, it, was, it was his motorcycle and my, uh, his cousin's motorcycle. I get on the cousin's motorcycle. Antoine get on my dad's motorcycle. We out there just playing like we riding. I guess Antoine had did it before. He might have been a pro. I wasn't. I lean a little too much. Motorcycle starts toppling over, bro. Ooh. I jump off. Thank God. I jump off in time to not get crushed under <laughs> the motorcycle. But the side mirror on that joint smashed. 
done. Like, wow. Broke, broke. I am terrified. <laughs> terrified. Because I know, like, bro, my daddy is going to lay into me. Mm-hmm. So my dad gets back to the house. Of course, the motorcycle broke. He comes in, and um, instead of him, like, going off on me, he just starts asking me all these deep questions. He's like, well, so tell me, what happens if the motorcycle does fall on you? Mm. Tell me what happened. What do I tell your mother? Mm. What? How's your mother gonna feel because your sister just passed a couple years ago? You are only child left, so how's she gonna feel when her other child passed because you're doing something reckless? Mm. I'm gonna feel when you. It, it just, it, he just walked. It was like a a long just walk through of all, <laughs> all the <laughs> all the foolish things, all these reasons that were just like you not thinking at all. Like, I promise, I just wanted to whoop it. I ain't even. He was like, man, I just, just, just whoop me now. Just whoop me now. But it really hit my heart, you know, and it made me process and made me mature to think like, bruh, I'm just playing, not thinking that what I do, like we said before, is going to affect someone else. Every decision we make is going to affect somebody else, whether you do it solo, dolo, you do it with somebody else. It's gonna affect somebody else, and that's that maturation process to say, "Hey, I gotta think outside of myself, man. I got to." Yeah, yeah, that's huge, man. It it is. It's huge. And so, I think it would be remiss of us to not talk about situations where people had to grow up too soon. Oh my gosh! And oh my gosh. the loss of innocence. Yes, man. Yeah, you because know, like like we said earlier in this conversation, growing up, well, backing it up before you hit the part where you need to grow up, but that that space in life when you're a kid and you're free from the worries of of responsibilities like paying bills and uh, you know taking care of others and all those things, you just need to be a child. You need to roam and, and be free and explore and, and adventure. Um, and that's that's part of childhood, but a lot of times people get cut off from that way too soon. Yes, yes, way too soon. Way man. too soon. It's it's I think that it is important though, like we say, even though as a child you have to have moments that push you to grow up, I do think it's important to make sure that a child um has the space to maintain um just not just thinking of themselves but to grow into themselves because exactly when you a child you know that's that's some of that reason where those early years you're finding identity you're finding who you are you're finding how do i fit in this space how do i work operate in space how do i choose friends you got to have that sense of yourself uh, mm-hmm. and a child really needs that um even though they need to get pushed to grow up for sure but if you do it too soon, you know, the detriment is that you could go into a situation of life or just your life as an adult without a sense of identity and only a sense of how to, you know, do stuff that will, you know, grow you, prosper you, but you don't know who you are. And I think mm-hmm. that's important, man, to make sure kids have that space. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I just personally, there there has been a season in life where God had to teach me to be a child again. Oh, 
Oh. Yeah, because, yes. you know, after my parents' divorce, we were all living in South Carolina, and then my mom and I moved to Macon, Georgia, and that's mm -hmm. where my, that's my parents' hometown. That's where, you know, majority of my family is, so that's yeah. home. Yeah. And we moved back to Macon, Georgia, and I felt like I had to step up. Wow, come on. No, my mama didn't say it. My mama didn't say a word about that. She did right. a hint on it. She didn't. Right. That's not what she wanted to do, but I just felt my little 11 year old self felt like mm. I need to be this man wow. because my father is not in the house. Come on. Come on. And mm. you know, that was a position that, you know, I took on myself mm. and I, I lost a lot of my childhood experience because my mind was, was 21 when I was only 11 years old. Yeah. You know, I yep. was thinking about things and talking about things that, yeah, it's good to have maturity and wisdom as a child. But it, when it when it happens too soon, a, a big chunk of a child's life can just be be just wiped out and taken away. And so God had to teach me to be a child again, for example, to receive love, to mm -hmm. trust, um, to allow God to to do for me instead of feeling like I got to make everything happen for myself wow, that's good. or I need to make sure that I'm always this benign, uh, bene benevolent, um, you know, kind hearted person to everybody. Like I need to be this kind of person to everybody to keep everyone safe. So, you know, there was just a lot of different wow. mindsets and, 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 and heart postures that I took upon myself. Uh, because of that trauma of going, Jesus. my parents going through a divorce. Jesus, Ooh, that's so good, man, Brad. That's Ooh, and I and I just empathize with you, man, because like you said, I, I know it's so many people who can really relate to that, knowing that you know when um, your family structure plays such a huge part in how you grow up, um, your path to to adulthood, and um, just how you view things and how you view yourself, man. And I, I think it's man so critical, man, that we we think we think about how what we're going to do is going to affect our next generation, not just our kids, but next generation, next man, you know, uh, because it's going to make an impact and it's all going to uh, uh, help them, stunt them in how they grow to an extent or accelerate it. Um, but it, you have to find that balance. So I want to ask, you know, as we get ready to close out, um, what are some ways that, we can encourage what are some ways that people can be encouraged in their process of growth whether they are already an adult trying to grow in you know their career growing their life growing spiritually what are some ways that we can you know that they can uh really take on that that task mm, yeah yeah that's that's a great question i have a lot of conversations with my niece who's about to graduate high school this month hey yeah man about to graduate high school and I, I always talk to her about how her actions today, what she decides to do in this moment will have future consequences. Come on, come on. And I know the word consequences can have a negative connotation, but it could be good or bad. Right, it, right. You know, like right. you can have, you know, what you sow today can reap a harvest of whatever you choose. Right, come on, come on. And so that would be my encouragement that 
if you recognize something in your life where like, man, I do need to grow up, for mm-hmm. example, relationships, right? You recognize that the way that you handle your relationships is unhealthy. Right. Come on. Come on. Mm. And you're honest about that. You're like, okay, like the way I talk to people, the way I treat them is jacked up. Yeah. Then think about, okay, where do I want to be? Who are the people, who's the kind of, who um, is the kind of person I want to be in the future? Right. And start making those small baby steps now, making those little deposits, mm. you know, now. So in the future, you can reap those rewards. Wow. And that, that would be my hugest thing. You know, don't try to take on too much, but make little small deposits, whatever yeah. little that you can. Yeah, and yes. it, things will change and it, it, it'll, you'll get better. Yes, I agree. I totally agree. And um, I would just say, man, find uh, find someone who will help you in your journey. You know, uh, uh, I know we talked about accountability in the last episode, but that's just not for, you know, staying away from stuff. But that's for being able to grow into the person you have. You need to be. You yeah. know, um, you, you need that connection. I think about the uh, I think about like the disciples um, where they needed each other. You know, I think that Jesus was very intentional of putting them together so that they could see, you know, okay, we're progressing. I need you. Like Peter and John needed each other when they saw the guy who was uh, paralyzed. I believe that Peter's boldness helped John to grow, to step out there. But I think John's kindness helped Peter to grow. And so we need that accountability. So, man, I think that's, that's, that's powerful, man. So, man, we just want to encourage everyone out there, man, wherever you are, you know, however you grew up, um, just remember that no matter how you grew up, uh, whether you love the way you grew up or whether you don't or somewhere in the middle, um, you, you have a choice. As Craig said earlier, the choice is yours now. You know, as long as you got breath in your lungs, you have an uh, option to make a conscious choice to grow into who you want to be now. And I truly believe that it starts with, like Chris said, those baby steps, man, making those baby steps, finding accountability and finding a target that you mm-hmm. want to grow and look at and cannot just have to mimic necessarily, but to study, you know, and to grow. You're a sharp guy. You know that, Jalen? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! You're a sharp guy, man. Hey man, I, I, I learn from the best. You know what I'm saying? I, I take Look, that's that's black. That's black compliments. We can't we can't take. We push them. We, hey, we got to go back and forth. Hey man, hey man, yeah, but you know it's all you, bro. It's all, it's all you. you, man. I'm trying, trying to be like you. I'm just trying to be like you, bro. I'm trying to be like you, bro. Hey, well, man, we we thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And we encourage you on your growth. We bless your journey. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. All right.